This is the Between Two Trains podcast. We feature business owners that are located in the North Metro Atlanta area. My name is Mark Apple. I'm the founder of Forward Push, a marketing agency that works with small businesses and startups. And I'm Eric Most, commercial banker servicing the Metro Atlanta area. And today we've got a great episode for you. Joining us is Alicia and Corey from Tippy Tap. And I can tell you that we are both extremely thirsty. Welcome back. This is Between Two Trains. And today, I don't know about you, Eric, but I am extremely thirsty. And I am so glad that we've got Corey and Alicia here from Tippy Tap. And certainly once we start talking to them, my thirst and what I just said will certainly make a lot more sense to people. But how are you doing, Eric? Mark, I am parched. Uh, <laughs> I, I could I could definitely use I could definitely use a cold one. It would be fun to get together with some friends uh, in a uh, in a small setting and maybe a big one. Who knows? Uh, the more the merrier. But yeah, excited to talk with you today with Corey and Alicia from Tippy Tap. Excellent, yeah, excellent. And Thank you I'm guys for having us. Our our pleasure. So Tippy Tap. So I had a chance to go on the website, saw the pictures immediately. I think probably like most people, the first thing they do is go, wow, what is that? How cool is that? Where do I get it? And how do I make this happen? Um, so I just threw out like four different questions at you, but <laughs> Alicia or Corey, t- tell us from the beginning, where, where did this, you know, crazy idea come from and how did you get started? Yeah. So I, um, had a, a, another company called Ace Creative Events and I do event planning, um, in coordination and design, um, and I've been doing it for about 10 or 11 years now in Atlanta. And, you know, whenever I'm looking for new concepts and really fun things for my clients, I kept seeing those Prosecco trucks and those little mobile uh, vehicle bar carts, but they were all in Europe. And I kept saying, golly, if they had this thing here in Atlanta, it would kill. Like every single one of my clients would want to use this thing. Plus, I wanted it. I want to use it. I want a Prosecco truck. Um, So I randomly one day was just uh, looking for some inspiration for an event. And I came across one that um, was here in the United States. And I immediately stopped what I was doing and started researching that one to see how it got here. Um, And so that's kind of how it started. I remember telling Corey, I was like, we have to do this. Like, I just feel like it would be really, really um, successful, but also kind of fun and unique. And there's really nothing like it here. You know, it's, it's, it's a completely new concept. So, um, so yeah, it's, I guess it's been about two or three years in the making now. Where did you get the name Tippy Tap? I've always been curious about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I feel like I dreamt it up one night in bed. I, I was like <laughs> scouring my head for ideas of a cool name, but I didn't want it to. It was important to me that I didn't pigeonhole the truck to make people think it was only beer or only Prosecco. And a lot of people, you know, were doing that I would see were like, well, it's a Prosecco truck or it's a beer truck. Um, and I wanted it to just kind of be like, a name that was open to, um, any drinks, which is what we can serve pretty much. 
Um, and I, it has caps, you know, so I don't know and tipsy, but I didn't want it to necessarily be tipsy. So one night tippy tap, literally tippy tapped into my head and that's how it was born. So, yeah. That is, <clears throat> that is awesome. Well, it's a super, super fun name. Um, I think it, I think it gives, it hints at, at what the, you know, what it's all about, but like you said, it, it certainly doesn't pigeonhole it. Um, has this journey been fun for you? Um, yeah, it has actually, it's been really fun. It's also been very challenging because I think that just like with most business ideas, you know, overall you're like, Oh, it's not going to be that, you know, in depth. And it seems on the surface, like it's easy, but there's a lot of behind the scenes that goes on. And there's a lot of things that we had to figure out as it, as time went on. It definitely was a learning process. Um, we're a husband and wife team. So with a, with a new baby at the same time. So it was, um, it was hard, but also really fun. We get to help people make memories. We get to help people have um, a good time and we get to be a part of that. And that's pretty cool. Um, but it's still, it, it definitely is challenging, you know, as any business would be. Eric, I think I would add, you know, when you, when you look at like an Instagram picture of a final product, it's beautiful and clean and set up. And you kind of forget or, or don't don't think to ask, how did it get to that spot? You know, what went behind that? Who, who delivered it? Who cleaned it? Who set it up? You know, who took the pictures? And I think that's part of what we learned is just there's so much that goes on behind the scenes that, that we had to learn really fast. But it's been fun. And this isn't something that there's really a model for out there that we could yes. just reproduce like a Subway franchise where there's a handbook. So we sort of created the handbook. And there's everything that, you know, things you wouldn't think of, like, you know, pressure, you know, PSIs and which gases to use to push which drinks and temperature differentials. And, um, you know, when we first got this thing, it was not, it was electric. So it had the original 1991 two-stroke uh, it Italian engine and it. it was not electric. I mean, yeah. Um, and and it, the only time it ever started is when the guy dropped it off to us. And so we're, we're at events and I'm asking, <laughs> the, I'm asking the bride and groom to help me push this thing back on a trailer. Not literally, oh but he's, he's joking. I mean, I'm being, yes, I'm, I'm being sarcastic, but it's, you know, it's, it, it's that learning that's really made it fun. Yeah. Right. And, and I love hearing this story because I think that's the best part of being an entrepreneur and kind of like uh, Alicia was saying, like you come up with this idea and it's like, I've got to get this. I've got to buy this. I want to make this my thing. And then you realize when you get it, if I'm hearing correctly, you realize Oh, I don't know how to clean the taglines. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, I, you know, I was a bartender for years throughout, like to help me get through college. And I worked in the service industry for a long time and being in the event space, I was very familiar with things, but back to Corey's point, there is not a business model for this. Like we're creating it every day as we go. And almost every event, there's something new or people have new requests that we're trying to work out and figure out and deliver. Um, so it's definitely been, um, it's been fun in the sense of it's, it's been a challenge, but it's been pretty fun to figure those things out. And I'm pretty proud of how far we've come already, um, yeah. with, you know, with running a, a beautiful and delivering a beautiful, successful product to our clients. 
Yeah. And so would you mind sharing some, some of those challenges that the clients are asking about? Because like you said, that every, it sounds like almost every event, there might be something, you know, I might be exaggerating there, but every time that there's a, a new client, they say, well, can you guys do this? Can you do that? Um, what are some of the ones that stick out in your head where you were like, uh, I guess so. And then, and then pulled it off. Well, I would say that, I mean, it's been different things. Like sometimes it's all about like, can we even get the vehicle where people want it parked? Um, we've had it stuck in mud before we've had to, uh, literally Corey's 30 degree driveway. Yeah. yeah. Corey had to get in front of it (laughs) as we were trying to get down like a ridiculously (laughs) steep driveway. We got up it, but to get down, I was like, these vintage brakes are not going to hold. So Corey's like literally yeah. bracing himself up against the tippy tap. Oh, so my, I don't... Le- my legs were sore for three days. I think <laughs> and this, it's not, this isn't something that, um, that you can just go down to a Ford dealership and, and replace, right. It's, it's unique. So we get real nervous. And the first, I know Mark, we're not answering your question directly, but I will share the, the first, maybe, maybe the third month that we had this thing, I won't give you the details, but essentially I, I let it fall off of the trailer down a steep hill and into my house. So we, act, we actually completely wrecked this thing three months into business. And we've got it all on a ring video, by the way. We've got the whole thing <laughs> captured on ring, which Alicia loves to show anyone that will, will watch. But, but anyway, um, I, I would say, yeah, it's, it's more been about the delivery because to Alicia's point, she, she gets the service industry side. I mean, all of that is, has been, you know, really hasn't missed a beat. It's, so it's been more about learning the, the mechanical part. Yeah. But I mean, you know, sometimes clients want like a full drink experience and our truck has six taps, which we haven't really got in the details of what exactly the tippy tap is, but you know, part of um, our service is figuring out how to make those six taps serve a big variety of drinks to where people feel like they still have a full bar experience without you know, unlimited full bar options. So like a good example is we had a, we had a birthday party where they knew that people were going to be wanting to have bourbon drinks and vodka drinks, but, and we can do cocktails on tap, but she didn't know what cocktail they would want. So we literally put bourbon on a tap and we put vodka on a tap and then we just mix the cocktails um, as people walked up. So, you know, but just kind of like, figuring out that we can even put bourbon on a tap and that kind of stuff. So, you know, in, in everybody, every event so different, like some events, people just want like it to be a craft beer bar and they just want like six different beers and a beer experience. We've done, you know, wines, we've done a big assortment of different stuff like beer and wine and Prosecco and then some cocktails on the tap. Um, and we even have a wedding for this year that they want us to do a craft, um, soda bar. And so we're going to have to try and figure out recipes on how to make these craft sodas on the lines. And that'll be fun. So never a dull moment. I mean, so I don't think we actually define, I mean, who exactly is and, and where geography, you know, where do you serve? Who do you serve? What's the ideal, you know, profile look like? Yeah. So, um, we are located in the city of Atlanta, but I mean, we're willing to travel. 
we actually have a wedding in cashiers, North Carolina this year. So we definitely can travel. Um, there's a, I mean, obviously there's a travel fee, but, um, if the, if the location fits and the dates available, you know, we would love to be there. Um, as far as clients, I mean, there's, you know, an ideal client is someone who is excited about giving their guests a different bar experience. So we're open to any event. It does not have to be a wedding. It can be a birthday party. We've done baby showers. We've done, um, you know, girls nights. I mean, any kind of event, especially with COVID people are just kind of starting to have like, Hey, I want to have a few friends over and, you know, can you guys just come set up and, you know, serve us? Um, we've also done some corporate stuff and some conferences so we can serve drinks or beverages for really any kind of event. Very cool. And, um, when it comes to, um, when it comes to your favorite events to do, do you have one? I mean, obviously no event is created equal. They're all unique. Um, but whether it's a corporate event or a birthday party or a wedding, is there something that, that you tend to enjoy more than, than others and why? Well, tough question. no, it's the, it's the ones that pay the most, but maybe, but maybe we don't include that in the podcast. I don't know. Um, no, I mean, I, there's two ways to answer that. I think the ones from a, from a business standpoint that we like the most, we, you know, we did a four day conference at a, at an actual conference center. So we had to, we had to drop the, the tippy tap off once and it was there. We worked it for four days and then picked it up after that. So, you know, that's a great comp, you know, we can get four days in a row and only have to move it once. That's, that's a, that's a win for me. But I think ultimately I would say weddings because Alicia and I really ever since our wedding, have really just, we just love weddings. We love being a part of those events. We love, you know, exceeding people's expectations around the drinks. You know, I think we were at one and it was, it was raining a torrential rain and we had our servers actually get some trays and start taking drink orders inside the house where everyone had to kind of shelter in place because it was raining so hard. So just, you know, looking for those opportunities to exceed people's expectations is always something that we have done as a couple um, so I would say weddings or any of those once in a lifetime kind of events we really like to be a, a part of. Yeah. Excellent. Why don't we take a break here so that we can go ahead and pay some bills and keep the lights on. And when we come back, I would love to hear how the pandemic affected the business. Certainly um, events seem to have come to a halt and I want to know um, what that meant for the tippy tap. So we'll be back in 30 seconds on between two trains. A great website, search engine marketing, email newsletters, videos on YouTube. And don't forget Facebook and Instagram for social media. How is a local business owner supposed to keep up with marketing their business and also be responsible for running their business? The truth is, you can't. And you don't have to grow your company alone. Find out how other business owners are doing it when you schedule your free marketing consultation at forwardpush.com. We're local and ready to help you. Excellent. We are back with Corey and Alicia from Tippy Tap. And we ended the first segment about the types of events that y'all love doing. We heard four-day conference. Weddings are certainly something that is a uh, great opportunity for you as well. But 2020 and events seem two words that don't really match up. 
what uh, what did the pandemic do to your business and how did you get around what was happening? And I guess um, get around, uh, pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> um, so whenever the pandemic hit, I was, you know, in general, 2020 was going to be the beginning of the year. We were going to do this, this hard push to start letting people know that we were in Atlanta and we were ready to go. Um, and I was going to take a back seat as far as planning events and really, really just kind of pour ourselves into the tippy tap to get people, you know, knowing about us. And then pandemic hit and I'm like, oh my gosh, what a year to try and start a business and events. Right. So the first few months were dead, obviously, um, any events that we did have planned for the spring and the summer totally got, um, canceled or, you know, just delayed until further notice. So I remember one night I was on the sofa and I really wanted to see my girlfriends. I wanted to hang out with my friends. I hadn't seen them in forever. And I know that some people, you know, I know that we're in a pandemic, but I, I was depressed. Like I needed to see my friends. And so I decided that I was going to roll the tippy tap out into my front yard and I was going to get some wine and I was going to invite my girlfriends over. We're going to sit at a table distantly outside and have some wine and talk. And it went really, really well. My girlfriends loved it. And so afterwards I was like, I think that I can, I can do like a COVID conscious. I mean, it's not a hundred percent safe to see people at all. Right. But I could do a COVID conscious, like private wine tasting for people, help people get together in small groups in their front yard, you know, and, and it be as safe as I guess it could be. So I started these wine tastings and they, they were all inclusive. We would bring tables and chairs and a linen, um, a floral arrangement to like make, make it look pretty, um, even a cheese board. And then I would set up five different wines on the taps and for two hours serve the group a wine tasting. Um, and those kind of started taking off middle of the year whenever people were ready to see people again. Um, but couldn't, weren't really comfortable with taking, you know, their eight friends to a restaurant. So, um, those went great. And I actually still have people very interested in doing those. Um, and they're so much fun, but then the second half of the year, people really did start booking events again. They're not large. Most of them are, you know, between, I don't know, 15 to about 50 people. Um, but people are definitely trying to get together in any way that they can. And our truck offers a bar experience that's outdoors. So it's, it's kind of perfect solution to give people something to do without having to be inside. Yeah. That's the fact that it's outdoors really, I'd imagine really probably helps, especially during the rebound phase. I'm, so you've got five taps, right? Is that six. six taps? Okay. Six taps. Do, do clients pick the the lineup of beverages or, or do they have option or like, if I say, Hey, Alicia, I want to put Camus in one, like some really high end wine. Like, are, are you able to do that? Or, or, or am I picking from a list of vendors no. that you work with? We can pretty much put anything on the taps um, that clients want. So if you want, Camus, yes, sir, we can do that. Um, the taps are pretty unlimited. The only thing that we 
specifically cannot serve from the taps is French champagne. And that's because the French do not make kegs of champagne. But um, anyway, uh, other than that, yes, we can do um, wine of any grade, any level. It could be a $8 bottle of wine, or we can do it all the way up to the Camus. Um, beers, unlimited. So what happens a lot of times is I have consultations with the client that wants to book us for the event. We fill out the event. We talk about the guest, what kind of event is it? And then I usually kind of guide them in the direction of knowing what to serve. Um, a good example is like we had an Italian engagement party. And so we did Peroni beer, which is an Italian beer. We did Prosecco. We made Aperol spritzes. We had Limoncello. Um, so, and then we did two Italian wines. So, you know, but it doesn't, you don't have to stick in that route. But my point is we help the client figure out what to serve. And the, and the options are unlimited. So, yeah, I think the takeaway is it's the, the beverage options are unlimited. And then part of hiring us is you get Alicia's event planning expertise and her ability to walk you through your event and know exactly how much you need to buy and what kind of drinks you should serve. And so that's all sort of part of the package as well. One of the, one of the more intangible parts of, of hiring the tippy tap. Yeah. And on a, on another note, um, I know we're talking about alcohol a lot, but you know, for one of the conferences, we did cold brew coffee and we had a coffee bar. Um, so we can't serve hot beverages, but we did cold brew coffee and then, you know, we offer different flavors and stuff. So it doesn't have to be alcohol. And we also can do a mix. You can have three of the taps with alcohol and you can have the other three with non-alcoholic. So your beverage situation at your party is all confined to us, right? Everybody gets all of their liquid needs from us. So, yep. well, I'd imagine, I mean, the, there's a lot of people out there, I would imagine, that uh, have a vision for what they want to do, uh, but have no idea where to begin. Or, you know, when it comes to those finer details about, you know, when you, Alicia, start to profile the guests, how many and, and who are they? What's the theme of the party? And then you can make some pretty thoughtful and relevant recommendations. I'd have to imagine that that value add is a great simplifier when it comes to people doing events. I'm curious, how far in advance do you have to kind of start? Because this is in depth. And you mentioned, you know, the conviction that y'all have to present a certain way. And if anyone goes to the website or looks at Instagram, you can see it immediately. I mean, the thing is gorgeous and y'all do a great job with it. Um, How far in advance do you need to contact y'all to kind of get something in motion? Um, I mean, what I would love is, you know, at least a month or two, but, but honestly with COVID, a lot of times people are not deciding to do stuff until very last minute. They don't want to really commit because they're not sure are people going to show or should we do it or whatever. So, you know, last year we had some events that were calling me on Monday for an event on Saturday and that's not ideal for us, but you know, if we have the date available, we'll figure it out. We'll push it forward and make it happen. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I can't imagine, you know, all the challenges that COVID and the, the, uh, it's almost like a roller coaster leading up to events with, you know, what's going to be the, you know, the environment and are things, uh, you know, are things going to happen? Um, mm-hmm. I'm curious to know um, when, 
a while ago on this podcast, um, we used to ask um, our guests whether it was hot or not to go into starting a business uh, as as spouses. Um, so I want to ask you two. I'm very curious. Uh, would you say it's hot or not to go into business with spouses? And hopefully, I don't get anybody in trouble here. Well, if you're just if you're looking for one word answer, I'm going to say hot. Yeah. Because we, um, but I have I will tell you I've, I've when I'm working events myself and I have other people and, and it just it just happens to be that most of them have been ladies of about the same age as my wife and I and they and they just they kind of look bewildered when they find out that we're a husband and wife team because they just say, you know, I love my husband but I could never. I could never work with him. You know, I could never run a business with him. And, and so they think it's pretty cool. But yeah, we, we love it. That's, that's well, my answer. I'll, I'll leave the room and let Alicia give you her answer. I'll, I'll, I'll say that it's not hot 24-7. Um, there are definitely times where we're like, what are we doing? And, you know, we definitely are that's at fair. each other's throats for a second. But yeah. um, it's been really fun. It's been really awesome. I, I mean, I feel like it's brought us closer together. We have to work together through a lot of things and um, you learn a lot about each other. That's for sure. I mean, we've been married for 10 years. So um, what's one more challenge to throw in there? <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, it's, it's, uh, and that's what a lot of the, a lot of the guests would say too, is that all that there are definitely those moments. Um, but I do think, I, I really think it's a testament to y'all's teamwork and y'all's relationship because, uh, you know, Corey, I think you hit it on the head. Not everybody is built to do that. Not everybody, not every relationship can do that. So I think it's really cool that you are and have been able to do it. Um, and, uh, it's always an interesting question though. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I do want to add like, just, you know, just because, you're not a couple that necessarily would, would call that hot. You know, it doesn't, I think it's just personality type, right? I don't know if it's a reflection yeah. on like the quality of the, of the marriage or the relationship. It's just, are you kind of, do you have those skill sets? Right. And we, right. we just, do so. Yeah. And I think we communicated a lot before we started the company or, you know, in the very beginning stages, just kind of goals and knowing that we're building something together. So, you know, it's something that we're doing together. I don't, I don't know how else to frame that. Mark, do you have a, do you guys do a, a marriage counseling podcast for, for entrepreneurs? <laughs> Just that's, a, that's an unre, unrelated, unrelated question for a friend. Coming soon. And um, I think we have our first guests, so we're, we're, we're right. good. <laughs> we're, we're good on, on that one. Alicia, you, you had mentioned about building something and talking about the business where where do you see the business going next i mean we're still in this certain uh you know uncertainty with business with events how many people can get together but it looks like we're 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 turning a corner at least is this something where are we going to see you know uh tippy tap truck number 2 coming um, yeah, possibly. We are talking about it and highly um, considering it. We definitely want to do that. I don't know if it'll be exactly the same. It might be a spin on it. Um, we would love to be able to offer our clients a second option. So, you know, that's 
that's something that we are assessing right now. And I think we'll make a decision in the next few months, um, how we're going to be moving forward. But Excellent. Mark, I'll, I'll just, if it's okay, add to that. I think to your question, we're, we're, I mean, we're getting what five to six inquiries a day Yeah. of people wanting to figure out how to plan a, an event. So, you know, I, I understand the COVID and we, none of us really know what's going to happen, but, but there's a, there's a ton of demand even in this environment. So I think it's more up to us to figure out how busy do we want to get and how many of these trucks do we want? And then, and then to figure out, you know, what, what's the trend line on this? Is this something that people get tired of seeing in a couple of years? And, and, you know, that's, that's, I think the tough questions that we're going to have to answer. Yeah, we'll see. I, I can't see people getting sick of seeing it. It's so cute. Right. It's so delightful that I think people just will love it forever, but maybe that's just yeah. me. Well, I, I don't know many people that get sick of seeing a tap that they can walk up to and, and fill a glass <laughs> with. Um, so, so I think you guys well are pretty said, safe, well pretty safe there. Um, so where can our listeners find out more about Tippy Tap and, you know, the possible expansion, finding out what you do, what they can get served in those glasses that we were talking about and all things Tippy Tap? Yeah. So um, I'm not even sure that I address like what the tippy tap is like explained it at all. Um, so for people that maybe are a little confused on what it is, it's a vintage Italian Piaggio Ape that we had imported from Italy and converted to be a six tap mobile bar. And we also convert it to electric. So it has a little electric engine in it and we trailer it and drive it to the event and then drive it off, you know, to park it. Um, we have servers that serve the beverages um, during the events and all six taps can serve six different things. Um, and for people to get more information or to, you know, just talk to me about their event and see what we could do, um, they can go to our website, which is tippytap.co. Um, or I'm more, I'm definitely more active on Instagram and our Instagram is tippy dot tap dot co and that's t i p p y dot tap t a p dot c o um but our instagram is definitely more active um and then also the website so yeah i highly encourage uh our listeners out there um check them out on Instagram. Once you see, if you, if you don't know what a vintage, I don't even know what Alicia said, but if you don't know what the secret <laughs> top vehicle is, go to Instagram and you'll see it and you'll immediately, uh, it's a three wheeled, uh, vehicle. It's uh, very cool, very cute. And, um, always have something cold on tap. That's right. That's right, baby. That's right. We that bring the fun. That's for sure. That is some great advice. And I'll just add while we wrap it up here that if you are going to have a party, Eric and I are always available to attend as well. <laughs> I will I will loosen my schedule. <laughs> Excellent. Well, this has been another episode of Between Two Trains with Alicia and Corey from Tippy Tap. Thank you so much for joining us today. We've got another episode coming up in a couple weeks and we look forward to your feedback and letting us know what you think. Thanks for listening.